morning, Fabcasters. This is Arbor with the walk time. Oh yeah, I'm walking. Can you hear the birds chirping in the air? It's so beautiful to go walking first thing in the morning. The air is fresh and it's Good Friday. So what is Good Friday? Well, Good Friday is also known in, in the church as Holy Friday. And it's the day, it's the Friday before Easter Sunday. Now, I've written on this before that there's this big debate of when Jesus died on the cross. Okay, so if Sunday was the day that he resurrected, and then I subtract 72 hours, well, that seems like it could be Thursday, and then some other views say Wednesday, and then I think the majority view is Friday. I haven't honestly done much research here. I, I preached on this once, but here's my conclusion. God didn't say. He didn't say if it was a Wednesday, a Thursday, or a Friday. I mean, there's several good arguments. Gentile time is told from midnight to midnight. That's, that's a 24-hour day in Gentile time. In Jewish time, uh, one day is from sundown to sundown. So that would be 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. 1800 if you want to tell it in military time. But the, the reference for that is Matthew 1240. And going back to the Gentile time, 1 Corinthians 15:4. That's that's told in from midnight to midnight. That's that's a day. But just just stepping back from that, who cares? So I worship the God of being right a lot. So I'd find these debates, and then I would say, did you know you're all wrong? And um, It's so silly. Now I'm able to step back and say, I don't care. Um, if he died on a Wednesday, if he died on a Thursday, if he died on a Friday, why is, that, why is that called good anyways? It was Good Friday. Well, it's not good because Jesus was spat upon or because he was, he was beaten or because he was embarrassed. And it's good because all the stuff I feel from, from day to day, the, the, sh the shame that I feel um, from, from doing something sinful, um, the guilt I feel from saying something to one of my kids that I shouldn't have said, um, the confusion that I feel of, the, of feelings of indifference, and anger towards my wife, who I, who I said, till death do us part. All, all those things were absorbed. All those feelings and emotions were absorbed on the cross of Christ so that I never have to wallow in those things ever again. That's why it's good. So I think theology is so easy to talk about. It's so, so comfortable because I could talk about it, I could debate about it, and never feel like I need Jesus. I mean, it, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, that I could that I could be in a theological conversation, and, well, this verse says this, and exegesis this in the Greek, and in the Hebrew, and, and all the while, I have something I'm hiding, and I'm not in that moment, I'm not in a position where I'm, I'm making myself vulnerable so I can experience deliverance and freedom from, from whatever it is I'm struggling with. 
whether it's an area of loss, whether it's an area of pride, whether it's whether it's worshiping money, whatever, whether it's being a critical dad or or being a prideful husband or or being a sneaky worker or stealing money. There, there's so many things that the Lord wants to do in my soul, and He can't do it if I just keep things at an ethereal, theological, comfortable level. So I always go deep. And I know how to mess around as well. I know how to just be just be a dude that talks about um, the game last night or talk about surfing. I love that stuff. But I, I just refuse to stay at some, some debate um, tone anymore. So just, just some high tops here. Let's talk about, let's talk about, um, let's get in the mode of, of Good Friday, Resurrection Sunday. Jesus said this, and this will help us get some sort of time frame, get, get in the mindset of this. Jesus says in Matthew 12, 40, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Those who argue for a Friday crucifixion say that there is still a valid way in which he could have been considered in the grave for three days. So I'm reading an article here on GodQuestions.org. In the Jewish mind of the first century, part of the day was considered as a full day. Since Jesus was in the grave for part of Friday, all of Saturday and part of Sunday, he could have been considered to have been in the grave for three days. Now, another argument for the Friday, that Jesus died on a Friday, is found in Mark 15, 42, which notes that Jesus was crucified the day before the Sabbath. Well, that's pretty explicit. If that was the weekly Sabbath, i.e. Saturday, then the fact leads to a Friday crucifixion. So one more argument for Friday is a verse like Matthew 16, 21 and Luke 9, 22. And Jesus teaches that he would rise on the Thursday, on the third day. So, he would not need to be in the in the grave a full three days and three nights. Now, while some translations use "quote unquote" on the third day for these verses, not all do, and not everyone agrees that the third day is the best way to translate these verses. So, there, let's go to the Thursday argument. The Thursday argument expands on the Friday view and argues mainly that there are too many events happening between Christ's burial and Sunday morning to occur from Friday, Friday evening to Sunday morning. Now these people also, the Thursday people also point out that it's especially a problem when only one full day between Friday and Sunday was Saturday, which, the Jewish, which was the Jewish Sabbath. Sabbath. An extra day or two eliminates that problem. So the Thursday advocates could reason thus, suppose you haven't seen a friend since Monday evening. The next time you see him, it is Thursday morning, and you say, I haven't seen you in three days, even though it's technically only been about 60 hours, 2.5 days. If Jesus was crucified on Thursday, then this example, show, this th the Thursday view shows that it could have been considered three days. Now, some other, guy, some other guys I respect have the Wednesday view, and the Wednesday opinion states that there are two Sabbaths that week. After the first one, the woman purchased spices. This is according to Mark 15:42 and Luke 23:52 through 54. 
and they made their purchase after the Sabbath. That's Mark 16.1. The Wednesday view holds that this Sabbath was the Passover. And these were high holy days that were not necessarily the seventh day of the week, or referred to as the Sabbath. The second Sabbath that week was the normal uh, weekly Sabbath. Note that in Luke 23:56, the woman who had purchased spices after the first Sabbath returned, prepared the spices, and then, quote-unquote, rested on the Sabbath, which is what they did. The argument states that they could not... They, could not have purchased the spices after the Sabbath, yet prepare those spices before the Sabbath, unless there were two Sabbaths. They couldn't have done that. With a two-Sabbath view, if Christ was crucified on a Thursday, then the High Holy Sabbath, which was the Passover, would have begun Thursday at sundown and ended Friday sundown at the beginning of the weekly Sabbath or Saturday. Purchasing the spices after the Sabbath, the Passover, would have meant they purchased them on Saturday and were uh, breaking the Sabbath. And they wouldn't have done that. So according to the Wednesday view, the only explanation that does not violate the biblical account of the women and the spices holds to a literal understanding of Matthew 12.40 is that Christ was crucified on a Wednesday. Um, you see how silly this can get? I mean, I just read a lot of good stuff. People, you know debating over it and, and, and the whole time um, I think it's I think it's wise to to handle the word with care to handle the word with precision but at the end of every day at the end of every conversation we should step back and say dude that was so fun uh, just talking about the scriptures and and uh seeing your view, seeing your view, and your view over there, and coming together, and then discussing it. And at the end of that saying, all right, so, so now how can, I, how can I pray for you guys? How can I really pray for you? Um, got any blind spots that, you, that you're wondering? Um, hey, how are you doing with your wife? How are you doing with your kid? Hey, tell me about uh, tell me about that coworker that you were talking about the other day. I mean, see, it's got to get real at some point, guys. It's got to get real. We can't we can't engage in these arguments and these debates and these these cool topics without um, without it going back to the cross. Because if Jesus died, I want to know why did he die? Why did he die? Of course, it was to please the Father. But what are the implications of that? What are the implications of the gospel? And if there's any feelings, any, any residual negative type feelings left on the soul, they've got to be dealt with. And they have been dealt with on the cross of Christ, regardless of what day Jesus died. He did that so he wouldn't have to carry that anymore. getting windy so I'm gonna let you fabcasters go and enjoy your good Friday good Friday all right peace out